Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to the show. If you're new here, I'm so happy to have you. And today I'm sharing an episode that I recorded with Gianna Rackham. And I love her. She's a love and relationship coach. And her content is always cracking me up (laughs) because she is just so embodied in her sense of self-love and her sense of fullness. She's so open about her relationship with her and her fiance, Justin, who is also hysterical. And I invited her onto the show to talk about love. We talk a lot about money. We talk about the intersection between love and money. The energies are very connected. And one of the reasons that I wanted to chat with her so that you all could like hear more about what we both have to say on both of these topics is because like so much else in life will really like everything else in life. It's really our energy, right? And kind of like that, uh, that level of internal work that we've done that creates so much of the results that we receive in the outer world. And I know that a lot of like relationship coaching, business coaching, et cetera, like we can feel like there's all these rules. And if we don't follow the rules, we won't get the results. And of course, there's moving in alignment. And what we want to get to in both areas is what alignment looks like, right? And that's really powerful. And it's not about following sets of rules to arrive where we want to go. It's around like creating that level of just like internal wholeness to where alignment becomes natural. And then we begin to naturally flow. And of course, we're going to make mistakes. We're human, but you get what I mean. The overall vibe is like we're moving forward and we're receiving. And I'm also really excited to share that Feminine Magic and Money, my mastermind, which is just, it's been such a wild experience leading it in these past five months for the women who've been inside the first round of the container some of them I'll be having on the show. It is my mastermind for feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism embodiment. It's such potent work. It's truly my behind the scenes. You all may or may not have heard that in July, I closed out my first six-figure revenue month, which was a wild quantum leap and manifestation as previously I had been cruising around 50K months, um, lots of 50K cash months. So yeah, I just doubled my income in 30 days, which is a fucking vibe, but also I'm not surprised since I speak so much about quantum leaping and teach so much about it and how it's available and what it looks like. So if you are desiring a deep internal experience to really be moving through the world as your goddess, your witch, your queen, I have some incredibly potent guest experts. Um, we'll have someone new with us every month. It's going to be really magical as well as wealth activations with me. Um, we have energy healing every month. There's a super rich portal that you have lifetime access to along with any future additions. It's incredible. So you can head to jocelynkellery.com 
to check out the enrollment page for Feminine Magic and Money. We're in pre-sale now. So that is 888 off the five-month investment. I haven't decided yet when pre-sale will close. Hello, Feminine Business. This is kind of how I always roll, (laughs) but I will be announcing the date as soon as I know. And you can also just DM me on Instagram or Facebook to chat more about it. It is a juicy container. It's super intimate. Like there's just nothing left untouched. We go so deep. We also have our intimate boxer chat, which keeps us connected on the daily. It's such an incredibly powerful experience. I can't recommend it enough. And it is so much of what has made me so magnetic and able to easily receive in my life. So of course I turn around and teach it. So enjoy this episode with Gianna. She is such a queen. She's so magical. She has this like fairy energy that I really love. And you're going to hear so much about, you know, her thoughts on love, my thoughts on love, her journey, right? Her journey to feeling so full inside. It's a really deep one to manifesting her soulmate. So much, so much as always. So take a listen, of course, share the episode. If it vibes with you, reach out to me. If you'd like to chat more about feminine magic and money, you can catch Gianna's details and episode notes if you'd like to get in touch with her. And I love you and I'll let you enjoy the show. Hi, Gianna. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Me too. It's really funny because obviously, you know, I, I vibe with you and I love your work and your perspective on love and relationships and just all the things and you, you show up so powerfully in your business and in your community. And it's fun for me to watch because I love like how confident you are and how you just talk about how confident you are. (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) What'd you say? Uh, I said, it's the conceited vibes. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. I was laughing when you said that someone called you conceited in your DMs. <laughs> like, wow. like that's a bad thing. <laughs> I love it too. Cause I'm like, ladies, like give yourself permission to be like at a hundred times the level that you feel like is appropriate for being a confident woman and see how your life changes. Right. And uh, people just get like a negative connotation when it comes to knowing how awesome you are, right? Yeah. Knowing how beautiful you are, knowing how worthy you are. Because they're like, that must be a mask for insecurity. And for some people it is, for sure. But people also think like, oh, do you think you're like better than other people? Like be humble. Like it's like, um, how about we all just know how awesome we are? You know? I'm so over that word humble. I'm always saying to my women as well, I'm like, just like F that word. I can't even tell you the last time I met a woman who needed to be more humble. Like who are these people? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I feel like the people that need you to like turn down your volume are the people that are just like triggered by you. And that's like their own shit. 99% of the time I would say. So I love how you show up and clearly it's embodied for you because it's reflecting in all parts of your life. Right. And that's how you know that it's real. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It's pretty simple. So I had asked Gianna to come on with us today because, you know, it's really important to me that obviously I teach so much about like feminine energy and business and money and spiritual work and witchy stuff. And, you know, just all the things that go go into being a very like magical, turned on, abundant, flowy woman, you know, who also gets to have all these different shades of her and have them all be loved and celebrated and all the things. And, um, 
you know, so there's that. And you obviously like teach in the relationship space and and love space, whether it be like how we're showing up in our current relationships, healing from past relationships and trauma, stepping into new dynamics, et cetera. And what I've always loved and respected about your message, unlike many dating coaches, is your focus on the internal work piece of it. One, because without the internal work, like there's nothing that's going to feel good, whether it be in business, love, money, wherever. And a lot of times I feel that women will want to basic kind of like bypass, like spiritually bypass, if you want to use those words, like their trauma or experiences and just like follow these rules to have the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's an enormous band-aid. And most dating coaching that I see is exactly that. Or it's teaching you to be like in this, I'm kind of have been a little turned off, like in the conscious dating world as well. Cause then it's like, now you need to be like this bleeding heart. And he's just like, of course, feel your feels, share your feels, you know, but I almost feel like there's just like this encouragement. It's just like, now we need to like spill onto the other person, you know? Mm -hmm. And for me, I don't know, like for some, I've just like liked this space that you play in, in this area. And I know there's so many women who listen to this show who, yes, who just want it all right. Love money, all the things. And the more internal, you know, everything I've done has contributed to my love life and my business. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I love your message and I wanted to share it. And also I'm sure you've had a similar experience like in your life too, which is what landed you here today. Yeah, no, first of all, I really appreciate everything that you said. Thank you. Um, but yeah, there's, a, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's like value in those things to an extent, but to me, my stance has always been like, I'm not going to teach you like how to act in a relationship. I'm just going to like, that will like get the right kind of relationship. But I want to allow you to like actually heal um, and become the version of you that's naturally going to show up in a way that's like calm, confident, you know, um, has standards and boundaries and is very magnetic, you know, um, to love and other things. And we don't, we don't have to like teach people like rules, you know, and I don't even like, uh, I don't even like know all the rules anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, like, oh, like wait this long to text back or they always have to make the first move or whatever. And you know, and it's, you're allowed to like want what you want and have your standards and preferences. But I think it's not something that you should have to like force yourself to do. I think it's more about like, Hey, let's actually look at why you feel the need to maybe like be really needy. Um, if there's like underlying like anxiety patterns, like anxious tendencies in dating, or like, you know, where you don't feel worthy, you don't feel good enough. Um, and you are afraid you have like fears of abandonment. And so, like in the, you know, um, or whatever may be going on. So in the distance, you feel like, oh my gosh, like something's this is the beginning of the end, something's going wrong. Like they're like about to like head out the door here or they're doing something shady behind my back. And, and it ends up being like very like sabotaging when we act on those things. Right. Um, because that's when we get needy and like we overwhelm people or, you know, we, we get guarded and we just like shut down. And then, you know, people are like, Hey, like what's going on? Do you like me? Like, <laughs> you know, like it plays out in different ways. But I also think that there's just like a very real, like 
energetic component of like, just, well, there's an, there's an emotional component of like, Hey, that really sucks to feel that way. And you don't fucking have to feel that way. And also the energetic component of, you know, for me, I found that I had a very hard time, like choosing and attracting like the right types of men and like being attracted to the right types of men from that internal state. You know what I mean? So it was like, you like you can just get your whole system on board where you're calm, you're confident, you're attracted to healthy love. Um, and that's all about the inner work. That's not something that <clears throat> like a dating, like following certain rules is going to do for you, you know? And I think that you don't even have to like know any rules. It's really just show up from alignment, do what you do, what feels good, just like in business, right? Um, if you want to wait to move in together till you're engaged, cool, do you. If you want to like, you know, live together and then get engaged from there, like do that, like do what feels good for you, what's right for you. Just, you know, again, just like in business, right? It's like, oh, like I have to post like once a day. It's like, but do you though? No, not really. Like not from alignment, you know? it's the energy is the most important. The inner is the most important. And I think what's um, interesting. So I agree with you. So for example, like I have certain boundaries and standards, right? I really love a man who, man who pursues makes that obvious. I'm not reaching out first, et cetera. (laughs) However, I'm not sitting there wishing I could reach out. You know, it's not like a needing to hold myself back or like I'm clear on what I desire, especially, you know, at this point, just to agree and build on what you said though, but there's not like i I'm not having to like force it. It's just what I want. And so when they're not, or I'm doing something else or on a date with someone else or whatever, it just, it feels very flowy and easy where I would say a prior version of me would have been like needy, not like carrying that neediness inside, even if I wasn't expressing it, which if it's inside, you may as well just <laughs> express it. Yeah. But that energy of like, why haven't I heard from him? I want like, you know, all the things we get into basically when we're kind of like not healed. And it's interesting because I feel like these boundaries and standards that someone might label as like, oh, you know, you have a feminine core and you sort of desire these general things from a man or for him to show up this way. Those are all honestly very true for me. But now it's not, it, No, it, I feel like it used to come from this place of like, oh, if a man is showing up this way, then like, I'm good enough, which mm-hmm. is exactly why they weren't, right? Or right. ones who, you know, like, or they weren't aligned or whatever if they were. Whereas now it's just like, <laughs> it's just this deeper love. It's just like, it's embodied. It's real. It's not like if someone doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm like, no, you get like cut out. Cause like, I didn't like that. Not like, oh my gosh, but if I contorted this other way, he would have, it's just been the biggest shift I've noticed to have this just be like who I am mm-hmm. versus like, looking for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like trying to force it or like, yeah, absolutely. And and that's exactly like what I'm talking about, where it's like when you are coming from a place of like self-worth and like wholeness and like calm confidence, like what feels good for you? Like what genuinely feels good for you? If you want to lean back, if you want to be pursued, like trust that. Like it's not like trying to like force yourself to be something that you're not 
genuinely like having an internal alignment with yet. And that might be authentically who you are, but you can't bypass like the inner work to, cause I agree, like to like fall into that because I agree, like I'm, you know, I have a feminine core as well. Like I resonate with, you know, being pursued. Um, yeah. And just taking on like the feminine role in most of my relationship, you know what I mean? Most of the time. So yeah, but it doesn't have to come from like force. Right. And I, and I think that I brought that up to say that a lot of times women will get into these anxious patterns in dating and think like, oh, that is what's in, I'm just in a number of like dating groups online and stuff. And you really see where people are at. And sometimes like, I see them justifying, like, um, like reaching out when that's not what was in alignment. You were just anxious and wanted to hear from him. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then justifying it. Like, well, I had to follow my And maybe you do need to do it, right? And if you do it enough times and you start to see like your lead, you know, the leading is now turning into he's not pursuing you and you, and then you're like, oh, wait, I didn't like that. And that's okay. And you learn for the next time or whatever. But how, like, what would you say for, I guess what I'm saying is like, people will like trick themselves into thinking they're in alignment when really it's like an an, an unmet internal need that's running the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's really about one, like self-awareness, like really just being in touch with like what you want and why, right? Like, I feel like when that's the case and people are like tricking themselves, they're like, oh, this is alignment is because there's like this underlying like need energy. Like it feels like needy, right? Um, Versus like standard desire, like I deserve this kind of thing. And So what I like recommend, like, I think like it's coming from alignment when you don't need to do it to feel better. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm whole either way. I'm worthy either way. I'm relaxed either way. I'm happy either way. Um, But I also still know what I want. And so, um, yeah, like, it's like when you're feeling calm, when you're feeling worthy, like, when you're feeling happy and satisfied in your life, like, is that truly what you feel called to do? Yes or no, you know? And so I think it's really just like, why? Like, why do I feel called to do this? Like, if you if you know that you're someone who can be anxious at times in relationships, it really is good to just start dropping into your feelings a bit deeper, for sure. Absolutely. And can we talk a little bit about um, your story, your backstory, kind of how you grew up and what led you into this journey. Um, cause obviously for all of us who are here to help people, there's a story behind it. <laughs> and also because clearly, you know, you're showing up now you're showing up powerfully and I can relate this to this too. in my part of, you know, the coaching world. And I feel like it's easy to see women who are kind of at this phase of the journey and go like, Oh, somehow she's different than me or she can do it. And I can't do it. And yada, yada. And kind of like, uh, not really anchor in to like where that woman came from and what went into like creating who she is today, where these certain things like love, money, business, et cetera, just get to feel like it's not always easy, obviously no big deal, but there is just this element of like, it just is, mm-hmm. you know, period. And then I get to expand from here and work through any wobbles, but it's not like chaotic anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely like, there could definitely be like pedestal energy for sure. Like it's different for you. Like I totally know what you mean. Um, Yeah, so 
I definitely grew up like a shorter version. <laughs> like I definitely grew up in like a toxic household and um it was like gosh, like I got I like got into like spiritual development at a very young age because it was just such a toxic environment. Um and it rooted back to my mom's like marriage, like her romantic relationship was at the core of it all. And my romantic relationships from a young age were just really like, as soon as I could date, like I was chasing the guys that didn't want me like, like literally from a very young age and just had, and was just so anxious and needy and just like not good enough. Like, you know, like I struggled with body image and like an eating disorder and just like all these things. But my mom was in, um, this marriage, like my entire childhood with a man who, you know, had a lot of controlling tendencies and he would be like abusive as a result, like physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially abusive as well. And to, to my mom, but also to me and my siblings. And, um, and like that, like, like in that dynamic, there was a lot of addiction and insecurity and like gambling addiction, pill addiction, like all these kinds of things. And like my mom feeling really powerless in the dynamic, like not having boundaries, like, um, really being dependent upon him. And then, um, and my dad, um, really was unavailable for like a big, important part of my childhood where I really like needed him and he wasn't there. He wasn't, he just wasn't able to be at that time. And so I just had this, like, I noticed from like witnessing my mom with my old stepdad, and my, the things that came from my dad, you know, I, I realized like down the road as I was like healing myself, like around my own relationships is, you know, I pretty much had like all, <laughs> like I had like both issues, like on both ends of the spectrum where I would be, um, where I would be like the anxious, needy, like love me and chase the unavailable man, like trying to get him to like choose me and love me. And I would also, when I would get love back, like I was terrified. I was like, oh, like I'm going to be you know, I would be like afraid of being abandoned and rejected, but also be afraid of like, oh my gosh, like, are you like this psycho guy? Like, are you going to control me? Are you going to like trap me in a marriage? And like all these things that like I witnessed and yeah. And I just really, and I had some toxic relationships and, you know, it really meant a lot to me to like, I just like, I had this like whisper in my soul that was like, I want not this shit, right? Like I know that something more is possible and whatever it is, like, I'm going to, like, I want to figure it out and I want to find it. And I just, like, I just had that calling in me. Um, cause I didn't really know what it looked like. And then, um, and it, and I also like from a young age just felt really like knew that I wanted to be a mom someday um, and have children. And, and I knew that like, I wanted to, I wanted them to have a different example and a different experience because like, I had a lot of trauma, not just from their relationship. There were some other things that had happened, but, um, my, like, honestly, like, I'm just, just being real. Like my old stepdad, like he gave, like, I just felt unsafe. Like there was times where I literally thought he was going to try and murder me in my sleep um, as a teenager. And I was like, so anxious. Like I had panic attacks. Like I was suicidal. Like it was just not good. And I was, and that was because of their marriage. And I was like, and it just like mental, like 
it just meant a lot to be like, no, <laughs> like my future kids are going to have way fucking better than that. Like they're going to feel safe. They're going to feel loved. They're going to know what a healthy relationship is like. They're going to know that they're fucking good enough. Um, they're going to see me like in my power and, and have boundaries and feel whole and be with a man who, you know, would never use his like power as a man to hurt me. He would, he would, he's only going to use it to support me and love me and protect me. And, you know, and they're going to know what healthy love is like, like period. And so, yeah, that's like, that's like literally the foundation of it all that just like put me on this path of this work that I do. Yeah. That's like, well, you clearly are here to help people because for you to even have that level of awareness when that's happening is almost like a miracle, you know? Cause you know how like step one, we get so much help from other people, but there is this like moment that happens within all of us. We all have different versions of our experiences where you're, you all, you are like saving yourself, you know, and then you like get to reach out to others, et cetera. But that's like a very, it's a scary place to be. Right. Yeah. And I definitely just got like obsessed with like healing, you know, yeah. because I like kind of pulled myself right from this, like just intense edge. And then I was like, okay, if I can like get myself from that, like cliff, that emotional cliff, basically, like, I wonder if I can like get myself to like be happy and like have good relationships. And I just, just got really obsessed with it, like in a, you know, in a good way. Um, with like, you know, healing, like shadow work and like, you know, figuring out like my limiting beliefs and patterns and all these things. And yeah, it was definitely, I know. I like, think it's sexy. I like cannot get enough on the healing front. It's, it's just transformed me in so many ways. And then we go out and help others heal in our various ways as well. But I'm almost don't understand when women are bypassing it. I'm like, are you kidding? You don't get to be like this embodied, this in pleasure, this in flow, receiving, receiving, receiving by not going like so deep in there. Like, and I know, you know, like as soon as I figured out that I was creating my life, I was like, oh, okay. Well, if I'm kind of the, I mean, I know that we didn't create our original traumas, but we start playing out the patterns. Like at a certain point, we need to claim full responsibility and like move forward. Right. Yeah. So once I realized that past anything I'd experienced, like as a child, I was now fully responsible. I was fully manifesting my full experience. I was like, okay, well, perfect. Cause I'm in the driver's seat. <laughs> I don't know exactly what to do, but at least I understand like, oh, there's actually a real process behind manifestation. Oh, like there are all these options for addressing trauma. Oh, this thing I thought was true was like a story because of this, like, and anything you believe to be true will be true. So why don't I just like change what I believe? And like, you know, I got more, more spiritual and more into trauma work and then started, then obviously you and I both have businesses. You start downloading for yourself too, to help other people. And you're your own patient zero. And like, it's all so powerful. And I feel like it's like those of us in all industries, just all the women I see running businesses online who are like embodied and in flow, there's so much like dedication to self. Mm -hmm. 
so much. And I don't know that people understand. I'm like, this isn't, it's like similar in business, right? And I know you feel the same. You don't like invest once, invest twice, and then be like, why don't I have a fucking multi-million dollar empire? You know, like it's just, you don't go to like one therapist, one healer, one anyone, and then be like, well, where is everything? I'm like, this is like, uh, I don't know. Like I always feel this sense of just like devotion to myself, Mm -hmm. to what I desire and also to what I represent out in the world. And then of course, you know, it's, like you talked about that initial edge, it's not nearly as chaotic anymore. And as you know, it just gets easier and easier. Um, but for some reason, I'm just led to say or to reflect back based on what you said. It's like, this isn't like, if you really want the dream life, like for real, the super dreamy relationship, the super dreamy business, the money, the traveling, the house, the car, whatever you want, the happy family, like there is like, this stuff doesn't land in anybody's lap who's genuinely happy in every single area. Like the people who have all of this are clearly on their way to all of this are, they are like literally devoted to this path and they put their money where their mouth is. And like, you're showing up for it every single day. And sometimes that's action and sometimes it's rest and it's a number of different things. Just what I hear from you and what I felt for myself is just this like willingness to show up, no matter whether it's like ugly, amazing, whatever, we're showing up for it every day to have it. Yeah, no, it's it's totally true. Like, you know, even if I didn't have a business, like I would do this for myself because totally right because it's like it's like I just I I have high standards for how I get to feel and like for how my relationships get to be and and all the things, but you know like it definitely like, like how I take care of myself and like maintain myself and like my happiness and my relationships, like really only, you know, and like, and I have like edges like that time to like more businessy stuff, but they coincide a lot. Yeah. Um, You know, just feeds into like my business, you know? Um, yeah, but it's definitely like, there's definitely an element of like a lot of, you know, self-accountability and self-leadership that I definitely agree, like exists in women that are really doing great, like in certain areas of their life. And that doesn't mean that, you know, things are perfect 24 seven or whatever, but there's like just this level of ease around and just, yeah, this level of ease at a certain level that a lot of people would like love to have, whether it's like, you know, like ease, like business wise, where it's like, yeah, I always have like overflow in my business. I always like, you know, it's like just easy for me to just make like way more than I need every month. That's just like what I do every month. Yeah. Same thing in relationships where it's like, yeah, like it's just like easy and the standard and like normal now that like I have this man that like I love and I think is amazing and loves me and thinks I'm amazing. And it's just like, you know, and we have a lot of fun together and it's just really like, we're just very committed and consistent and it's just pretty, like it's easy. It's natural. It's like the level that you create and lock into and master and then it becomes easy. Um, but yeah, like people that have like these, yeah, there's definitely that self-leadership hundred percent. And what do you say for, you know, how we're taught a lot about sacrifice, just women are taught so much around sacrifice and suffering. Like if you have one thing, you can't, you know, my big message is you get to have it all 100%, right? 
And having it all looks different for everyone. Everyone has different levels of desires in different areas. How do you feel or like, what are your thoughts in this area? Cause like you're getting married, which is so exciting. Your fiance really fucking cracks me up. <laughs> you <too. laughs> it's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, like what are your thoughts around that? Because I think that, and I come across it in clients, I'm going to have a very hard time believing that these like yummy, dreamy relationships. And I, of course you guys have had like phases. Of course you've been through things. Like when I, when we're talking about having it all ease, et cetera, this is like within being on the earth plane, you know? <laughs> so like, how do you feel about that? You know? And because to me, I mean, I'm not in your relationship, but it feels like, I mean, your vibe genuinely feels, you know, I'm someone who like feels energy and sees like, you're like, cool, I'm good. You know? And of course you likely have, we all have aspirations, more things you guys want to do together. You haven't done yet. Like in a lot of ways, it always feels like we're just getting started and it just gets to get better and better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts around this sort of like vibe of having it all, whether it be like just in love or in money, love business, all the places. Yeah. So, I mean, my like core belief that I like just know for sure is that like the desires that we have or are, we're meant to have, like we can have, you know, we wouldn't have desires like inside of us that we weren't, that weren't meant to come true. You know, like I, what I like jokingly say sometimes to clients is like, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Like God is not an asshole. Like God is not like, Oh, here's these desires for Gianna. But like Gianna can only pick two out of three, <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. like, like, no, that's not how it works. Like we are, you know, like we are born worthy, loved, like our desires are our roadmap, like they're meant to come true. And that doesn't mean that we won't have to like get out of our own way to like create them or, you know, do some work to like, let it be easy. Right. But I just think like starting there, um, that like, we're meant to have it, you know, like that opens you up to the possibility of the solutions available to you to, and that flow that exists that allows you to have those things, like to have all of it, like in my life. And I don't have like kids at this point in my life, I will down the road and it'll be like a next level of implementing this. But, um, you know, like I have like this flow between like, I make, you know, really good money. Like I'm abundant, I'm financially secure. And, Also, like, I have a great relationship. I have, like, good relationships with my family, with my friends. I take really good care of my health and my body. And I just... I have, like, spaciousness. I have flow. I have relaxation. I have fun. Um, You know, and I do what I want to do. And, you know, I feel like that took a lot of, like, seeing where I was making certain things, like, way harder than I had to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, yeah, like, it's just having it all, I think is really about like letting it be easy and not like making things harder than it has to be, you know? 100%. I say the same thing all the time. What were the areas, you know, like in your past and, you know, in life period where you feel like you were making things hard that like didn't need to be? Oh, I did that with everything at one point. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I I think what happens sometimes, or I see this as clients is like, I'll have to show them how they're making it hard, right? Like people don't just because, you know, now we're both coming from this place of like the universe is limitless, right? Mm -hmm. However, there's been so much 
kind of like breaking down and letting the stories fall away of where we were taught that things were limited. So quite often when people are on the journey, literally, I think there's new levels come up at every phase, but especially when you're kind of like really waking up like the big things, um, you don't know that you're making it hard. Mm-hmm. Except to me, I'm like, well, if you're unhappy or anxious or you feel in suffering, then something's hard that like we need to, <laughs> we want to rework. Um, but I'm just curious, like in love or in your business, like things you like patterns you saw playing out because obviously you've healed them to feel yeah. how you feel now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'll just give like a few little examples from a few different areas off the top. Yeah. Business. I mean, I feel like there was a phase where it's like I really worked on like love relationship stuff and I really worked on like body image health stuff and I really worked on like money, like business stuff. And now they all just like flow pretty well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And I would say like, you know, business off the top of my head, like one, like feeling like you have to post a shit ton or something or like, you know, a certain amount or um, just stressing or worrying more about certain things that I like giving things way more mental or emotional energy than I really had to um, because of like deeper underlying like scarcity, like beliefs and patterns that I needed to work on. And then I did. And, you know, like body stuff, like health stuff, right? Like, you know, um, a big part of like what um, affected my like romantic relationships was I just like really didn't feel good enough. And I had like in the past and part of that was I just had like really bad body image and insecurities and issues. And I just like really struggled with my relationship with my body for the longest time. And now it's like super easy. Um, And it's not from this like disconnected avoidant place. Like it was really intentionally created over time. And, um, yeah. And so like some of the ways that I like made that hard was like putting this like pressure on, like having to work out, having to like eat a certain way in order to lose weight in order to feel worthy. Right. And so I put this like a heaviness around it all because I wasn't loving myself where I was at, um, first. And then just, and also I wasn't trusting my body. I wasn't trusting like the divine intelligence of my body to like, you know, cause like well-being, love, pure positive energy, like that's our natural state. That's who we truly are. And so I wasn't like trusting my body um for a while and that like made it hard. Um and so like and I would like go into I would like kind of binge under eat, binge under eat because I was like trying to lose weight to feel worthy and like trying to like avoid my body as it was. And then so I would like put my body in like this calorie deficit like too much and then I would be like really hungry and then I would like set myself up to like binge later and and it just created like a lot of stress and anxiety and just made it so hard at the time um and then love I would say I made love harder by gosh there's like a lot of things I can say about this um I definitely feel like I made it harder by, you know, just like, because like letting my like core wounds lead and feeling like, you know, that I like needed certain people to be in my life in order to be happy. Um, and then would put this pressure on like the outcome and put this pressure around whether or not they liked me back because I was giving my power away. I was wanting them to like people that I dated to choose me to feel good enough. I was wanting them to be consistent. So that way I could feel relaxed and safe. I was, you know, just wanting, just really giving my power away and just like needing external validation that just made me 
don't know if you can hear Zen. Um, my dog Zen. <laughs> you hear random noises. He's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just created like unnecessary pressure, pressure, unnecessary stress, unnecessary anxiety, unnecessary drama and self sabotage because from those places, like I would just get needy or I would like be passive aggressive or I would like push people away and just way harder, way harder than I had to be, (laughs) you know? And then how do you feel like in simplifying the process? Like for me, I relate to like our journeys have been kind of different in, in how, but it all comes down to like how you feel about yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that kind of like reflects out and not from a place to, I think it's important for everyone to realize it's not that, well, now I've created the perfect body. So now I feel good. It's like quite often feeling good leads to the dream body. Quite often feeling good leads to actually wanting to show up more on social media because you feel good and you feel like it. Like quite often feeling good just leads to more money because like, Money does love to go to women who genuinely love themselves and are moving through the world like it, you know? So it's interesting. Like I did a live the other day in my Facebook group and I was talking about, I sometimes feel that we're trying to manipulate this energy of feeling good in order to create a result. And then by doing that, you sabotage the result because there's like this weird attachment conditionality. I don't think that's where, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Thing that gets tied to it where it's like, but I became high vibe. And like, why didn't the thing like come in today? You know, and it's still this needy energy. And something I learned in my own process, like in love and money everywhere was just like, you know, you talked, you basically talked about how you weren't trusting your body. And like, for me and and the work I teach as well, like body wisdom is so like my body leads my life, you know, like the, what I'm doing all day is like, okay, what is my body asking for? Like, I'm not willing to walk around with this like latent anxiety that I ignore and push through because my body needs something that I'm not giving to it. Right. And you, you slowed, I'm sure you've had this in your own life. You slow way down to learn how to live this way, even though your results speed up, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, where was I going? So the body was something is so important. Oh. And so then when you just start to, to kind of pursue feeling good, just to feel good. Like, Oh, my body feels good. That feels really good. So, and also if you feel good, you're going to feel more love too. Mm -hmm. And just like, Oh, I really like how my life is. And like, I'm just always going to go towards the things that feel good. Then I feel like these other things that we desire, at least I've seen in my own process, like begin to come in with so much ease because now we're just feeling good and taking care of ourselves and vibing just for the sake of doing so, because it feels good and it's yummy, (laughs) you know? And like, if we're going to be in a human body, then like, let's create the whole sense of five senses experience of being human, be like a fucking turn on. Otherwise you can be like a fairy or a spirit guide or something, you know? Right. So it's like, why wouldn't you create that reality? And then like all the other things start to fall in mm-hmm. that you before were chasing so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can't like, trick energy. Yeah. Like it's, it's definitely about not having the ulterior motive and like, you know, it's kind of like, like with money, right? Like one thing that really helped me like break through like scarcity patterns at one point was, you know, I would be like, I want to make money to like, you know, feel good, to feel safe, to relax instead of being like, 
hey, like everything's good though. Like everything's good right now. Like, like, like even if I only had like money to like last me through the month or whatever, at the time would be like, okay, well, I'm still good. You know, like I just get to be really present. I get to like, you know, relax and enjoy and feel like the abundance that I have now instead of being like thirsty and needy because that like just doesn't work like anyways. <laughs> just like save yourself the like the time. Um, but yeah, like I 100% agree. Like our bodies have, you know, our have wisdom, you know what I mean? Like divine intelligence. It's it's us like being led. And I'm not talking about like trauma feeling in the body or anxious feeling in the body, like kind of like we talked about earlier, but like a hundred percent, like in, you know, with your boundaries, like feeling the yes, feeling the no, like, you know, like I do that with my work days, you know, I'm like, Oh, today I'm like feeling like super inspired and like productive. And I just like want to do all the content and all the, all the stuff. And I just talk on my Instagram stories. And then like, um, and then some days I'm like, you know, I'm feeling like a slow morning. Like I'm like going to the coffee shop. I'm like, you know, going to get my nails done with my friend or my sister early in the day. And just like, you know, just really like listening to what feels good. And that like keeps me nourished in my relationships and like my business and my life and my body. And yeah, like it's definitely being led from that place because you do not have to sacrifice that ever, like not to please other people or to be loved and not to um, make money, not to be healthy. It's just not how it works. So what, I feel like that's a great, because we've been sort of tiptoeing around it, but maybe to even look at it more directly, like what's been your experience or what are your thoughts on the relationship? Because I see such a strong one. I feel like I'm always using relationship examples to help women understand like money energies because I tend, like sometimes we kind of understand that more. Um, what is What are your thoughts around like the connections between love and money energetically and like how that's shown up even in your own story. Cause obviously like another thing I love about you as an entrepreneur is like, you're very successful in what you do. And I feel like there can be stories around like, Oh, well women who teach women how to make money, make more money. And I'm like, um, 98% of my clients do not teach money. <laughs> you know? Like, of course I do is one of the things that I teach, but I'm like, that is not true. And that's like a great story for keeping yourself exactly where you are today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love though, but what I, but what happens and like, I like that you're open about this is it tends to be only the money and business coaches who share around money because we're also like embodying what we teach. So we're showing people what's possible. And then the women who don't talk about money is because they tend not to teach about it, but it doesn't mean they're not making it. And I love that you're willing to talk about money because I feel like it also shows that like, okay, like a woman in her power, like in love and business in all the ways, like yeah, like I'm comfortable being like, I make a lot of money. Oh, look, I just got paid 20 grand a day. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, why is this a weird thing to be doing? There are billionaires on the planet, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so I like that you are like, talk about it, even though you're not a business and money coach, because to me, it's like, it's all receiving of love. Like money is love made visible basically, right? So I just, it, it just to me has always felt like, okay, she's like fully in her power where it's like, cool, I can talk about money. I'm happy to talk about my love life. I'm happy to talk about my past. I'm happy to talk about my body, whatever the hell, because like I'm so embodied 
And so sure that like, I don't need to like, there's nothing to hide, you know? Yeah. I don't need to pretend like I don't make a lot of money in order to have like other people be comfortable or whatever the hell people are doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I definitely struggled with that in the past. Like, well, of course, most people do. Yeah. Um, but like specifically that was like one like such a huge block for me at one point um or around anyone or which one um around feeling like as a relationship coach I couldn't make as much money oh okay yeah um yeah like I literally you know like I even like taught like I even like um after I like really busted through that in a big way and I had like my like this like I had like the biggest month I had had up until that point in time of like almost 60k yeah and, um and then I like, yeah. And I was just like, just busted through it and like attracted in like all these like high level clients. And then, um, and I like even like created a training on it. So I was like, <laughs> I know that other people need this. <laughs> I like sold that too. <laughs> like made money off that too. But, and obviously it was like very beneficial for people as well. Of course. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I definitely, you know, I've had times where it's like, I make a lot of money and then I share it. And sometimes I'm like, I make a lot of money and I don't share it. You know, and like, you do that, there's nothing's required. Yeah. Obviously it's just what you feel like doing. Mm-hmm. I just like that you go there at all because most people don't, unless they teach about money. And I almost sometimes it's not like you should only do what you want to do, obviously, but I don't know. Like to me, there's just something about, especially as an entrepreneur, a woman who's in her power where no matter what she does, she can also talk about money. I'm like, if you can't talk about money, like there's something else going on. Right. I mean, like, like I just kind of like, honestly, like whenever I post about money, I just like, it just really comes from this place of like, like I give zero fucks what anybody thinks about me. And this is like, you know, cause I've also had like people, you know, and this is like few little, like tiny amounts of people over the years, but be like, oh my God, like you make that much money, like doubt it. Or like, oh my God, like, you know, you charge that much money, you're garbage. And I'm just like, you know, I really don't give a fuck what any, what any of you have to say. Cause I know my truth. I know like how I know I'm in complete integrity and I literally just don't give a fuck what you have to think anyways. Like those people are just like not the people. And, um, and I just like put it out there. Cause I know like, like when I feel called, because I know like people are like, okay, that's permission. Okay. Like, that's awesome. And, you know, and also like a lot of my clients too, I mean, I would say a lot of my like private clients are pretty like financially abundant. Not always, not always. Sometimes people are like, I just really feel called to work with you one-on-one. I'm going to put it on this credit card or like my parents are paying for it or whatever, like, but whatever. Um, and, um, I think like people are also inspired around like, okay, like you're like, rocking it in your business in your own way at your level and you're like you've got this good relationship that's like good to know that like that's an option for me too because I'm like you know good in this area like with money sometimes yes sometimes no and um it's good to know that like I can have both you know right and I guess that's also what I like about it is it's just it's an embodiment of this I get to have it all vibe and I always say well you know of course we all desire different levels of wealth um However, a woman who loves herself is going to allow herself to be as wealthy as she wants to be. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that the money makes you worthy. No, (laughs) obviously. 
But there is this level of like, oh, well, like I love myself and I want what I want and my desires are here on purpose. And like, I'm here to fulfill. Like there is just this part of being in the material world that feels really fucking good when it's abundant. Plus the experiences and the way we donate and, you know, all the things that we get to do when we're a better resource. And I also feel that, you know, it's been my experience that I show up more powerfully as a leader because I don't have energy leaking to like, you've been in places of not having, you remember what it was like to not have money. How much time do you spend thinking about rent? Like so much of your energy is going towards your basics that like, and you know how we say you can't fake energy. It becomes quite challenging to show up in like deep power and presence for your business and your clients, I feel. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that was like, honestly, like scarcity was one of the things that really kept me from believing that people would like pay me well as a relationship coach, because I was so lost in being too focused on like money, but from this like survival scarcity place, yeah, a bit disconnected from like my true values, you know? Um, so yeah, that was like a big part of it for me as well. What helped you kind of like move through just that scarcity around your business and money, et cetera. Because I feel that, obviously I teach this, I watch women quantum leap it, like I'm in the money vibes, right? Like it's really like fun work for me. I just always love to hear what it was like. Oh, and also how long have you had, have you been a relationship coach for your whole time as an entrepreneur? Um, Yes. And I'm just going to let my dog out at the same time here because he's crying. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so... Basically, except for the first month I did, like literally it was only for like a month (laughs) that I did um, body image, like self-love coaching. Yeah, This is only part of like what captures what I want to do. Right. With like a branding coach and it was very helpful to like me to like put me into my business. But um, yeah, but I mean, even before that, I actually did for a little like, for a few years ish. Um, I did like psychic readings and general coaching before that, but yeah, pretty much like the main gist of like my business online has like in the coaching world is always been relationship coaching. When did you start? Um, so relationship coaching, I started like 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what do you feel? Was it just like continuing? I'm sure you worked on it intentionally, but what did you feel like helped break you, break you out of? Cause that's, you know, how with money, I feel it's sort of that like first level. I think two things happen. What I see there's the first level of like breaking out of scarcity, right? Cause that energy is so consuming and like, we cannot get to quantum leaping in those kind of vibes at that. Level. Like we're not ready, <laughs> you know? There's that. And then later there's like the mastering the energy of like the plateaus to the quantum loop. And to me, it's kind of like dating, right? Where it's like in the beginning, if you've been like highly anxious, highly avoidant, et cetera, we're just trying to get to baseline on like, I am no longer attracted to toxic relationships, right? Like we're probably not on like husband wife yet. We're just, (laughs) we're just like, I receive healthy love, healthy love feels good. And then as we progress, it's like a little tweak here, a little tweak there, whatever. Everyone's process looks a little different. Sometimes the partner just falls out of the sky. But generally speaking, there is like an evolution to like a a full-bodied like, yes, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I'm curious, like what that was like for you again, even in both areas or like your experience also like dating until kind of like you met Justin. Cause I think you were still, you were intentional in your process, right? Even if you're very self-focused. Yeah. I, I definitely like manifested him like very specifically. Which... Oh yeah. Let's talk about that first. Then we can go back. To that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I and I need to sell this course more, but um, because I, I literally I have this like manifest your soulmate course, which yeah, um, because I was like I literally like it wasn't like oh like when I like when I just relaxed he like came into my life it was like I like knew what the fuck I was doing and I did it and I love that you're saying that oh my gosh, right <laughs> uh, everyone hear this. When everyone's telling you like, oh, just stop thinking about it. And you're like, well, how, well, I want my husband. How am I supposed to stop thinking it? You know what I mean? Just like when they say, you're like, stop thinking about money. You need to give people something to do. <laughs> like our brains need things to do. So I love for everyone hearing this to hear because I'm a very intentional manifester as well. And like, yes, miracles also just come in, but that's because like, once you become magnetic, you're just magnetic anyway. Um, but I love hearing that you did this intentionally and you didn't just be like, you, it's not that you stopped caring or something. Women, I feel like put so much pressure on themselves to like somehow stop caring about the things they desire. And I don't feel like that's what really what it's about. It's about what you do with the caring and the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't think that's like the worst advice in the world. Like when people are like, because I think when people are just very like, like negatively consumed, you know what I mean? Oh, like, of course. Yeah. But then it's like, what can you do with that energy so we can shift versus just like go sit in your room and sit with it? Like, right. <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, totally. Like, but yeah. And so like, sometimes that's like the biggest sticking point for people. And then when they just like chill out because like everything pretty much is in alignment, like it comes through, but then it becomes natural. Yeah. Right. Like, but for me, like when I manifested Justin, I knew that, um, so I was like, before the, before Justin, my ex-boyfriend, I was like, so convinced that he was like my ultimate soulmate for life person. And even though it was like, which that came from like a total place of like codependency in me. Right. Total trauma bond relationship. And, um, cause I, definitely felt that way about every guy. I was like, Oh, just because I'm like super obsessed with you. That must mean that like, you're oh, the one, right? <laughs> I used to do that too. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so it was a little bit of that, but, um, he was like the most like emotionally available guy. Like I had dated up until that point in time. And I like, and also like, I was at this point where I was like, okay, I know I'm like ready for a relationship. Like I just felt it in my being where I was like, yes. Like I just felt the yes. And, um, and I was like, okay, like there's this part of me that was still like, I'm pretty sure my ex-boyfriend is like my soulmate, but like, let's just like, let's just like manifest and see what happens. Right. And so like, I just really was like, okay, like this guy, like I can't force my ex-boyfriend. Cause like we like broke up and I like wanted to get back together with him. And he like, that just like, wasn't happening. And I was like, okay, I can't like possess this man to date me clearly. So like, I'm just, you know, going to like manifest here. and. Um, and just see what happens. But, um, I remember just being like, okay, I'm ready for the relationship. I want it to be him, but let's, you know, I'm open to who it's meant to be. And I know that once like I'm in alignment with my ultimate desire, the person who is right for me will come into my life. Um, because I was like, I, I wanted to be him. I wanted to be him. I was attached to him. And 
But what I eventually realized, like, it's not about him. It's about what he like represents to me, which is how he made me feel, how loved I felt, um, like how like these certain qualities that he had. Um, and I was like, okay, like, well, if I could experience those things and tell even more good shit, like in another person, like that's like, that's just as good, if not better. Right. Like I'm, I'm just going to be open because, you know, the universe knows like what's in alignment for me better than maybe I do. It's just my job to be in alignment with it. And so, um, and so I just made that my work and you know, I really had to, like, I really, you know, like generally speaking, I was like, what is like the feeling of like being in my soulmate relationship? And a lot of it was about like, you know, feeling safe, feeling, you know, happy, feeling loved, feeling like worthy. And so it was like all these like big feelings I had to kind of learn to embody. And in order to embody those things, like I had to like really work on my self-worth. I had to, you know, overcome my codependent tendencies where I was like, you know, not having healthy boundaries, not taking care of myself, where I was, um, you know, not putting myself first and not like, you know, being my own person and, um, you know, really healing my anxious tendencies that made me not feel safe, where I was like afraid of abandonment, afraid of like rejection, like all these things. And so it was in healing those things and intentionally being in the opposite energy of, and just embodying safety, happiness, like self-worth, self-love, like ugh, all the good feelings that eventually it was just like, like, I just, I just was in those feelings and I just trusted what I felt from there, like, like a hundred percent. And I noticed from that place that like, as I eventually kind of clicked into it, which took work, inner work, um, my ex just like got, we just weren't in contact anymore. Like even though like in the past, like I was the one that just kept contacting him and I kept him in my life that way. And then like from alignment, I was like, Ooh, I don't feel inspired to reach out to him anymore. Let's see if he does. And he didn't. And I was like, okay, like, you know, and I just continued to follow that. And he fell out of my life. And then, you know, these other men started like gravitating into my life that were all very cute, spiritual. And one of them was Justin, <laughs> like cute, spiritual, like good men. And, um, and I like dated like around and just like had fun and just like all the things. And then, um, and I literally just like followed that, like so specifically, like in my intuition, like listening to my body. Um, and like, anytime I fell out of that and fell into like anxiety, like I pulled myself back. Anytime I like fell into insecurity, I pulled myself back. And, um, and eventually like, I was just kind of talking to like Justin and this other guy. And because it was like other guys I was dating and I was like, nope, nope, their nose, their nose, their nose for me. And, um, and it was funny, like me and Justin, like I realized, like I eventually got to this realization because me and Justin were friends at this point, um, that I liked Justin, like that. I was like, Ooh, like I like him. Like I have feelings for him. And then like, literally like the next, and I was like, huh, I wonder if he's like the guy for me. And then like the next day he tells me he like has this girlfriend and he's like, oh yeah, like I just, me and this girl are like officially dating, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, so thrown off for a second. I was like, I was like, and this was one of those moments where I had to like kind of pull myself back. But I was like, I'm so confused. Like, I know I've been in fucking alignment. Like what the hell is going on? And I was like, okay, this is like totally a trust moment. Cause I have been, I have been in alignment. And I was like, I just need to like, let this unfold because, you know, the universe has got my back. I'm doing my part. 
And I was like, you know, worst case scenario, like me and this Justin guy, we're just going to be friends and it'll be somebody else that I have no fucking idea who it's going to be, but it's fine. And, um, because I didn't like, I don't know. I was just like starting to be open to the idea of like, Ooh, is this guy for me? I wasn't like attached or anything. I mean, you hadn't even dated him yet to be that right. attached. Right. Yeah. And so, but still you're like, I'm a manifesting queen. This makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, This is not registering on my <laughs> alignment radar. <laughs> right, exactly. And then, um, it was like, literally they lasted like a week and then she dumped oh my God. Yeah, because she was like, you're too like positive for me. And I was like, I literally had the thought that's like, you know, cause it's not like he's like a spiritual bypasser where he's like, Oh, don't feel your negative feelings. Like, yeah. he's like, you know, like, you know, he's a person that doesn't like stew in negativity. He's like, girl, well, like great, fantastic. Exactly. Why would you want to be around that? Well, exactly. So like, that's literally <laughs> I, had. I was like, she broke up with you for that. Damn. Like I literally had the thought, like I would date you like extra hard for that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And so that happened and I like, it was so, it was so like intentionally manifested that like the day that I realized like, okay, I definitely have feelings for him. Like what next? Um, and I was like, I'm willing to like initiate it. Like, I'm not afraid to do that, but like, what do I actually, like, I just felt open. Like I just felt open to like what needed to happen next. And I was like, but I don't want to force it. I don't want to like push. I don't like, that's not like my preference. Like I'm just feeling it. And I just felt like, okay, I'm ready. But I just did not feel inspired to do anything. Like I just, I was just open and I was just- I totally feel you. Yeah. And then literally it was like 12 hours later, Justin was confessing his feelings for me. I love this. And it was like- People think miracles are and manifestation aren't real. It is so real. I love that because something, obviously you've like, you know, found your man, but something I've been noticing in my process lately, because for me, business and money came first. And then I feel like once I had that kind of more flowy, I was able to turn more to love. And the whole time I've been also focused on my healing in general. Um, and a shift that I made. So I used to feel like I would try to figure out if every guy was the guy and it creates uh, and I think a lot of women do this. It creates all this like stress intent. That is obviously not going well, right? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of was like, you know, as I just got more embodied, did all my own work, like more confident, more love, like just everything life is going way, you know, is smoother. And like, I have a much uh, clearer handle on like my own manifestations and just, it feels like there's more of a process than they're used to. Not like in a linear, super linear way. It's just like, you just kind of learn what to do and how to flow. Right. Um, and then I was like, it just became so much easier to start dating too, without any like attachment, Mm -hmm. you know, like knowing what I desire, but also like so open to just like experience a variety of men and like receiving from a variety of men. And I actually enjoy dating because since I have a business, right, we're supporting clients, we're doing things. And it's like one of the only areas other than I'm just in full relaxation that I get to just be, I don't have to do anything. I just have to like, except like show up and have fun. You know, that's it. They plan, they do all the things. Like it feels like I feel so deeply in my feminine dating that actually like it's a, I become more magnetic when I'm dating men that align with me. I mean, I think it's just because I become more open to receiving because I'm getting, having those experiences with them. And it's been very different for me to just date with like, no, 
you know, I'll still be, a, of course, if there's a no, I'm like, you're done. You know what I mean? Or something is like, not gonna, like really not gonna work. And it's already clear, done. However, there's people who are like, you do, you know, like there's been people where I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get to know you better. And then I'm going to see, and I'm also still going to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. And it's really changed my experience. But when I come home, I was sharing with one of my clients today, I'll always come home and then be like, I'll write down like, okay, universe, I loved all these things about this guy. So I don't go into stories around like, is he my husband? Is he not? Instead, I'm like, I love all these things. And I also want this. And then like a couple days later, there'll be like some man who pops up like with the other thing added, you know? And I'm starting to see like the build into landing with whoever is fully in alignment with me. But it's been so much more fun. And I, I'm curious what you think about, because I haven't really been operating from, people get really um superstitious around manifestation. Because you know, if you keep a toxic relationship in your field, it is blocking. I see it block women with money. I see it block them with love, et cetera. But it feels like a very different energy to me to also be willing to just date a lot of people and see. But I think there's a lot of like confusion with, obviously you're the relationship expert though, like with, relationship manifestation where if you're dating someone to find out or whatever that like you might be like blocking your person and I just feel like women will just be trying to figure out so fast who is who and what's what so that they don't accidentally like block the thing from coming through does that make sense yeah 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 I've definitely gotten this question a lot like from people because people it gets taught a lot in the manifestation world right like did you pass the test and I'm like it's not always like, I understand for like these toxic dynamics and repeating of patterns, but do you know what I mean? Like you do also sometimes just need to get to know people or like, I don't know, like a lot of times when I'm having fun, it's just, everything gets better. (laughs) And I don't really think about it in that way. So I'm curious what you think since you've like helped so many people in this space. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really, because I mean, I think like dating around is a helpful and important process it helps you like you know when you're not like committed to someone like it helps you just really kind of see like what's out there like you got you kind of like get to know yourself deeper and your preferences deeper like it's it's a it's a good thing to do um but I think like when it starts to go into like the teetering into like you're blocking yourself is when you ignore your integrity right so like when it starts to go from like okay like now I'm, now I'm keeping this guy around out of scarcity or like yeah. keeping this guy around out of like, you know, codependency versus, and like, but I know it's not right, but he just like gives me this attention. Um, and like that I'm not like giving myself, you know what I mean? Like just random examples, but. Like, and also I feel like when we do get into those patterns to help anyone identify it, cause like I've had some of those in the past. I don't feel that now. Like it doesn't feel good. Something feels like it, like anxiety causing around it or something. Like I always felt like there was this energy on it that didn't actually like light me up. Right. Like it, it like maybe feels good in certain ways, but like deeper in your body, it's like, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I think, cause it's not really about like who you're dating or how many people you're dating or not. It's like, are you in alignment? Period. Mm-hmm. And when totally. you're, doing that, you're not in alignment, you know? I just noticed when I am, I get asked out a lot. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Oh, this comes up too. Obviously, like I have a lot of women who are focused on their success in my field, et cetera. So 
you know, like really desiring a man who kind of like plays at their financial level, et cetera. And then like, I feel like there can just be this, you know, cause you get to a certain level financially. Right. And it's like, okay, there's a smaller pocket of people who play at that level. And like, we don't, that's okay. The world's limitless. You can meet your person. But I'm wondering like what this part was like for you or what you've seen with clients. Cause I've had clients who are like, you know, they want abundance, they want the things. And then they're kind of fearful if they meet a man who, for example, I don't know, like makes less money than they do, or it's not like fully clear where he'll land financially. And obviously like, you know, there can be like, some of this can be dependent on your age. Like it's very different meeting someone at like 22 than it is at like 55, you know, in terms of like where people are going in their life and stuff like that. But what have been your thoughts around that? Cause I have a lot of women have a lot of like fear around that area, like him and his sort of like financial Mm -hmm. space. So what I would say is, first of all, like, you know, if you have the desire, like you get to have it, it doesn't matter. Like if there's only one guy in the entire galaxy of all the galaxies that matches like your criteria, if you're in fucking alignment, you're going to get that person. Yeah, Period. Of course. Don't worry. Don't be in scarcity. Don't worry about any of that. But also um, what I will say is that, you know, like, and something that I've like worked on with clients and this maybe doesn't seem relevant, but it is, is like, you have to really be aware of like, you know, cause I know a lot of like really abundant women that fix and save men. Um, and that plays out into like money and, you know, like if that stuff's going on, like that's definitely going to hold you back from that kind of relationship. Of like, yeah. Over giving because you don't actually feel like you're enough and you're like spilling out financially, um, because you don't feel like you're enough. Um, yeah. or, you know, you're like saving, fixing people, to like avoid being alone or, you know, having people need you so you don't have to like be alone or be abandoned or whatever. Like you got to deal with that stuff, first of all. And again, but, that feels heavy when it's happening. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. Well, you know, it does, but also really? like, when there's like trauma there where people feel, you know, cause like people are codependency or like are codependent because they're like getting a benefit out of it. Right. There's like, there's some, some deeper thing that they're projecting themselves from where it's like, Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, you know, I pay for everything and it sucks, but like, I really, really love this person. And without them, like I would feel way worse. You know what I mean? So it's more like a prioritizing of your needs, but once you actually heal, like it just feels terrible. Like it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel in alignment at all, but it's still not even going to feel as good as it could feel if like you're coming from full alignment. Totally. I just feel like I always felt horrible when I was in those very codependent dynamics, but I didn't really have the consciousness yet to understand how good I could feel, but I knew I didn't feel good, but I didn't know what to do with it. Right. Totally. Um, totally get that. So I would say like, that's like the first thing, but also, um, as far as like attracting someone at your level, knowing that it's possible, knowing that it's meant to be not having the codependency stuff going on anymore. Like, I really think that you know, like it's about being in the beliefs and the feelings of the version of you that has it. But specifically, um, what I would say is like, I think that there is an element where we have to check in around parts of us that maybe don't feel deserving of that. Right. Or like, you know, maybe tie in a lot of our worthiness around, you know, how much money we make. And so if somebody makes more than us, does, do they out worthiness us right like that yeah. can be a thing that can come up. but also 
you know, I think, yeah. So like, what about if they make less? What was that? What about if they make less? Cause women will be kind of like worried about that. Oh, so yeah. But I really think like, I'm saying like, if you want to go from somebody that's like attract or that from attracting someone who's like making less to someone that's like making more. Oh, gotcha. Yes. You kind of want to like, look at any part of you that maybe doesn't actually want that. Um, but what, I don't know, like what it feels like for me, like, um, in like having a partner, like more financially on my level, um, like a lot of it just feels like worthiness. Like it just feels like worthiness based of like, you know, like I just feel like, I just feel like I'm the prize. Like I feel like I have so much value in like being me, like for my soulmate that like, you know, just by me being like myself, like mentally, emotionally, physically, that like, that is just valuable, right? That just has like so much value that like my partner that like, I just feel so worthy of someone who like, you know, is on my level financially and like, can like maybe like pay for a lot of things or whatever. Um, that's like a big element of what I find it to be about. Um, you know, cause people will say like, you know, a 50, 50 man, I don't know if you talk- know what I'm talking about, but what like, that? so like, like a guy, like somebody that you, which I don't think is necessarily wrong or bad. Um, but like, and this is kind of maybe like a different topic, but, uh, like somebody that you date that you split the bills with 50, 50. Oh my God. Hell no. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Also, I'm not attracted to that, you know? But I, I also think that like men that earn at like a high level, there's like a high level of them being in their power and them being in their integrity yeah, with, and their purpose. Right. So it's like, which is really fucking hot, you know, like totally. it's really hot when a guy is like leads himself, doesn't hold himself back. And so like, doesn't hold himself back and is like, um, yeah, just, just doesn't like hold himself back and doesn't allow insecurity or like stagnation to hold him back. And so that reflects in his earning potential a lot of the times I find. And mm-hmm. so I think part of it is like, you have to be the match. And that doesn't mean that like, um, that doesn't mean that like, you have to make as much money as that person. Exactly. But it, yeah. It just means that like, you have to be that person too, who leads themselves, mm-hmm. who isn't like being stagnant and like, who, you know, is in alignment with your purpose and in alignment with your worth. And so I would, I think that that, like matching that level of integrity, um, and just matching that level of worthiness, I think are the biggest things. Yeah. And to me, like why I say I don't like the 50, 50, especially early on is because obviously later, like there is going to be more, you go buy a house together, you do go do things like your money is going to meld more. But I'm like, but if you're asking for this, this early, what is this going to turn into, (laughs) you know? And there's something like really although I have not attracted anything close to that in like years, but I came across that earlier in my journey when I wasn't, you know, where I am now. But also I just think it's like hot when a man enjoys providing, even though you can fully pay for yourself and do the things and you'll likely treat him to things later, et cetera. It's, it's not even to me like about the money. It's just like the energy of a man who like leads in that way. 
Exactly. Because I could obviously pay for myself, no problem. That's not what it's about, you know? Yeah. And it's like, as, you know, as feminine core people, like you do, we are going to crave like someone who does lead and someone who like is a provider because, you know, like biologically, you know, and not saying that this is like a woman's role or anything like that. Like every woman is different and like feels led to different, like their own desires. But it's like, you know, like you want to know that like, and again, like not that you need saving or that you can't take care of yourself, but from a place of knowing your whole and can take care of yourself, you still want somebody in your life who's going to have your back, you know, and like down the road, kids together or whatever, like you, you know, like, like, I don't know, like this is something that me and Justin have talked about. I'm like, okay, like down the road, like when we like talk about kids, like, you know, what if I want to like take like, I don't know. And I probably won't because I just like love what I do. But I was like, what if I want to take like a year off of work? And then totally. I mean, I always say that too. Like, I can't imagine me not having the business, but I can't imagine being in a relationship where like I'm required to work. You know what I mean? Even though I probably always will in some capacity, that feels like a very weird energy to be like, oh, I would have to, to like, like the idea of like carrying a household financially is like my worst nightmare, even though my financial aspirations would easily allow me to do that. It's like an energetic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like, same. like, and it's just like, if I had to do that, first of all, I know that I wouldn't have to, so I wouldn't, yeah. but like, if I had to do that, like that would just show that I'm with someone who is not matching my level of power. And that's just not attractive. And then it feels so heavy. It's like having another child. What's the point? It's supposed to be like your man, not your child. Right. That's how I feel. Obviously, I know there's women. Period. (laughs) What? I said, period. (laughs) Like, that's it. (laughs) And this is coming from someone who does not want to be the breadwinner. I understand that there's other women who are totally comfortable being the breadwinner and that's their vibe. So ladies, if that's you, I'm not hating on it. I'm talking about for me and like what feels good to me mm-hmm. is like that to me feels like someone else I'm supposed to be taking care of. Like, I don't, I'm here to receive and like, yeah, like you give, but it's in a totally different way, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, and I definitely also want to acknowledge that like, you know, just because like you're, you know, if that's not like the dynamic that speaks to you. Like that doesn't mean that there's like something wrong with you necessarily. No. But yeah, because I mean, you know, like even if, I don't know, like I don't necessarily care like who, like between me and Justin, like who earns more. I just like it to be that like we're both like in our potential and we both make like plenty of money that like we can't like that like our like our own individual income could just like take care of everything if like need be but like that's how I feel too yeah and like you know um as long as like Justin is like just being true to himself and like showing the fuck up for himself um that's that that's what I care most about which I think does translate into that level of abundance personally um yeah. But like, that's, that's not going to look that way for everyone. Like, you know, I'm like, I've also had clients who are just like really wealthy and are just like, you know, I just really don't give a fuck what they make. Like, I just want a good hearted man. You know what I mean? And that's a real vibe. I mean, there's men who um, stay at home and the wife works. I just don't really know very many of like in my personal life, maybe one, not very many. And I've also seen them go through like a lot of stress. It is kind of stress. Like, you know, once they're pregnant or having babies and that's the dynamic 
not always, but I've also seen it just, you do carry a lot. And like, I know for my body and my energetic sensitivities, like I would not be turned on in that dynamic, not even close. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, and there's like all different kinds of ways that things can play out for people. Like, you know, like people have, you know, like nannies and things or the man supports you in a different kind of way. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Everything exists. There's no rules. Um, But that's really interesting. I just wanted to give some like peace of mind or, you know, additional 411 around that area. Because I think for women who are intentionally making money and intentionally in that space, it comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. I would agree with that. But yeah. Standards. Worthiness. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Gianna. What do you have going on right now? How should everyone get in touch with you? Um, well, you should come hang out at on my Instagram because that's like my favorite place to hang out. Um, my handle is at Gianna Love and Light. Um, I do like awesome Instagram stories and posts all the time. And you know, you can find all my courses and website stuff from there. So Okay, Fab. And you do teach a lot in your stories, which is nice. Yeah. (laughs) I talk. (laughs) Is there anything else that you want to share? No, I think I I love everything that we talked about. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, Fab. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Yum, yum, yum. I hope you enjoyed that. It was so hard to end that conversation with Gianna. I just love talking to her so much. You can get in touch with her. Her details are in episode notes. If you are interested in my mastermind, the five-month mastermind, Feminine Magic and Money, we go so deep, so deep on the true embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism so that you can be moving and grooving through life like the real witch that you are creating with ease in your business and your career, like just manifesting the hell out of life. It's such a wild container. And it's just, it's so deep in my heart. Cause I remember the first time I launched it, it felt like I was allowing so much of me to be seen, like all my behind the scenes that was allowing me to so easily quantum leap, you know, in my life, once I figured out all the magic. And so I love sharing it and I love the intimacy of the group because we are together for five months and it's so tightly knit and it's such deep and intimate work. It's really beautiful. So it'd be one of the wildest activations you've ever received. You leave a changed woman moving through the world in totally different ways. And like, seriously, like a witch. I always joke like, well, my secret sauce is that I'm a witch. And it's really the truth. (laughs) With, With a shit ton of business acumen as well. But seriously. So you can check out the enrollment page on my website. The link is also in episode notes. Shoot me a DM so we can chat about it. See if it's the right fit for you. We're in pre-sale now, so that's 888 off the container. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you. And let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.